Thank you for joining us for a continuation of our interview with Brendan O'Connor. We continue to talk about things such as what it was like growing up gay in Northern Ontario. And as you'll quickly see, the conversation goes off the rails. So did you sort of like galvanize around others who were sort of ostracized? Like, like did you have a lot of Native uh, Native Canadian friends? I, and... I kind of did. My dad is an archaeologist, so I did a lot of work with him. He'd train like local Native kids to go do digs and stuff for the government. And we would, you know, powwows and stuff all the time. And uh, We did have like, I don't know, I, I like people. So anyone who is willing to hang out with a weirdo like me, we got along fine. I did theater and stuff. Like you, you find those islands where you're safe to be you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and as much as I make fun of the Sioux now, uh, it, I'm glad I grew up there. Yeah, have you gone <laughs> back to the Sioux? Yeah. It's yeah. I try to go every year to help my parents. My parents are on wood heat still, so they need to pile wood and stuff. Nice. So I need to go out. Try to explaining that to somebody in Orlando. The work, you know what? <laughs> I remember I have clear memories of because we had a woodshed and I had to like fill up a toboggan full of wood, truck it across the yard, and then throw it in the wood chute, go down into the basement, pile the wood. Like it was the worst. And I I hated it. Any manual labor I was not a fan of. And I remember if I hadn't done that chore during the day on Sunday, everybody would be watching the wide world of Disney. Oh, yeah. You know, and you can see it through the window, snowstorm <laughs> outside. You're just, I was sobbing into my wet mittens, you know, <laughs> throwing wood in. And then you'd see Tinkerbell up on the screen. And, and it was like, <laughs> I just remember seeing that shit and just being like, man, I am doing something wrong if I'm growing up in Northern Ontario. And now I'm in Orlando. And, so I think that should- kind of affected me. We should state that when you came to Orlando, you uh, worked at Disney, right? I did, yeah, in the La Cellier Steakhouse. I was an authentic Canadian, and I was hawking steak to uh, to tourists. Did you have to wear? I made uh, the most money the, I've ever made in my life. What was the uh, attire? Black slacks that almost looked like they billowed out a little bit at the hips, mm. and, and a, almost like a picnic blankety type shirt with a mandarin collar uh not very flattering and actually none of their costumes are are very (laughs) flattering and outside women had to wear culottes because they weren't allowed to wear shorts guys could wear shorts and they'd roll them up you'd see you know thigh popping out but girls would just be like covered down to their ankles in these brown culottes and black and red checkered flannel uh in the summer like you did not want to be working outside oof well, I don't I know. If, good money. I don't know if you know this, but Fias doesn't talk about it very much. But Fias actually did spend a summer playing Cruella de Vil at Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. In the uh, ill-fated uh, clothing optional rock opera of One Hundred and One yeah. Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah. It only <laughs> lasted. Kept, yeah, and you just you got fired because he kept grabbing Dalmatians and and put holding them in front of well, him. Well, he got fired because he actually never got hired. He actually didn't work there. He just kept sneaking in. <laughs> <laughs> he's just ripping off his clothes and yeah. performing. Who is yeah. this man? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who cares? He's doing great. When did we start a nude opera at Disney? That doesn't seem like something we'll do. That's something <laughs> a Universal would do. Yeah. Opera in the round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. A la mode. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <Certainly>. Well, mode. <laughs> 
Yeah, so much ice cream in this nude. <laughs> this nude should be a nude opera. I know that you can only show your nipples in Florida if it's art, right? Yes. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. You know, we should we should let the listeners know, kind of like what you're doing right now. Like we can see Brendan right now, and he is. Uh, can you uh, see my nipple? Fully, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I can. You know I'm that actually sure <laughs> are those that actually does theory. remind me um, mm-hmm. when I went to uh, when I was when I lived in Daytona and went to uh, a strip joint with some guys on my uh, hockey As you team. do in Daytona. Yeah. yeah. And these guys yeah. were, one guy was from, I think one guy was from Chicago. Another guy was from somewhere in the Midwest. And we went to the strip joint and I'm like, Got is this have. a strip joint? They, yeah. They've got all their clothes on. I'm like, you guys don't know anything. This is not a strip This joint. is more like a Zellers and a Rilly on a Thursday night. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Is there a people of Zellers Instagram account? Oh, I need to see that. It's just everybody looking sad with yeah. two, two care. That'll be, that'll be a future segment on this show, uh, defunct Canadian retailers. And Where you we'll can start get the, off with Zellers. The hot hamburger sandwich for two ninety nine. Mm. But what is a not ha- hot hamburger? I never understood that. Like, what is just, hot hamburger? It's like a piece of it's like a hamburger patty on top of a piece of bread, and they just douse it in gravy. That's what it was. Open face. Yeah, it's like they save on bread, and then they th- lap on some gravy and some fries. Two ninety nine and a coke. Is it like Wonder Bread underneath, like just white? Oh, probably. Bread. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Like most of your sexual encounters, Brendan, is is white bread. But I don't know. Fine. Come on now. <laughs> I'll tell just just to put it out there. I'm not embarrassed. When I worked at, at Epcot, you called it getting your passport stamped, and you used to try to sleep with as many people around the world as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I and I got a lot of stamps. So <laughs> at that time, I was I was living a by life. So it increased I can my see chance. the shelf behind you though with all those penicillin bottles. So. <laughs> I'm sure there's well, some truth to that story. Fias did the same thing when we were at university, but unfortunately it was just counties of Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they all look the same. Yeah. Everybody Fias, looked the same. Now, Fias did have a thing where he would put his, uh, he would uh, try and make uh, certain people from the South a little uncomfortable and have them question his uh, intentions. He'd like put his hand on their thigh and say, and they'd say, oh, Fias, you're a funny Canadian. You know, what was that all about? It was Didn't he used to, to do make... that to you, Will? Did he used to do that to you? I knew oh, yeah. better. I knew better. I already spent time with him. He knew what he was trying to he do. He caught on. He caught Get on away from me, quick. Markham yeah. boy. <laughs> but Fayez, what happens if anyone was like into it? And they like kind of like <laughs> well, slid that, your hand then, up. Did anybody do that? Then I would uh, refer them to the local homosexual that oh, okay. I had in my And you're like, oh, 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 I don't <laughs> want this. But now that you warmed up, go see my buddy over yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I was like the I was like the gay fluffer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this was in Daytona. There was lots of places you could send them. A floofer. A floofer. <laughs> a poof poofer poofer. I don't know. I, I don't know. Did Something I answer dope. any of your questions? I think I'm just saying. Oh wow, things. we have completely gone off the rails here. That's okay. all right. That's what. That's yeah. the name of this. Well, I mean, that's not the name of this podcast, but that might be the name of the podcast if we hadn't chosen bag of milk. Our conversation with Brendan continues and turns to Star Trek famous Canadians and Canadian versus American racism. We have the Leonard Nimoy vinyl where he sings about hobbits. Oh, the, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Fias doesn't like the Star Trek. What? Not into the space movies. No. Why? It's not Just even a movie. Don't you like them. the show? No, he what never show? watched any of them ever. No. What? Why? Yeah. Except the one with the green, uh, with the green chick. 
Remember that Star Trek episode with the green chick? Yeah. Yeah, she was kind of hot. So. The old school one. The old there school one, of, yes. Yeah, yes, Captain Kirk right. eventually slept with all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. about hepatitis. The whole rainbow. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What is like, the he deal got with it. William Shatner? Speaking of William I... Shatner, another fine Canadian actor from mm-hmm. Montreal, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. I knew he was so. Canadian. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm watching. I'm watching a homeless person walk by my house. Yeah, I remember we were uh, we were talking again about um, about Brendan's uh, gay upbringing in 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 Saint, Sault Ste. Marie, and uh, when while we were talking, as you do, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> while we were talking offline, <laughs> uh, he did he happened to mention a couple of things that neither Will nor I were aware of. That being a story about Jan Arden and another one about bisexual a singer. Yes. And uh, and Rick Mercer, Rick Mercer, okay. like mm-hmm. I didn't know that. How did I not? I mean, because they don't talk about it in Canada, and that's what and that's a disservice. So, like as a young mm-hmm. gay man growing up, like suicide rates for gays in Canada are, are pretty high. You know, as you're growing yeah. up, isolated in little towns, and you don't know any other gay people, and the only gay things you see are, well, now they have RuPaul's Drag Race and all that crap, right? So. You, you can find gay content. You know that there are gay people out there. But when I was growing up, like, what were you watching? It was Scott Katie Thompson Lang? was the Katie only Lang one. was very famously out, though, at that time. No? Who? Katie Lang? Yeah, but also not a happy person. So, like, uh, if I had known Rick Mercer was gay mm-hmm. and in a relationship with an older man, like, that's something to look up to. Right? Everybody wants a sugar daddy if I had known that was an option. And uh, Jan Arden, bisexual, super funny, amazingly talented. I, on the radio all the time in in Canada because she's Canadian and they and that's mm-hmm. they're brainwashing us with Canadian broadcasting mm-hmm. stuff. Pierre Burton. But I, it's in the criminal code. You have to pay sixty percent. Yeah. Canadian. <laughs> but why don't people know that? Why don't we know that they're gay in Canada? Yeah. Why don't they talk about that? And it's and they obviously don't feel comfortable talk about being gay. And and, and Canada is a very liberal on paper. Yeah country right but but the difference is they don't talk about it and i remember same with racism like it's just in in america when you're racist you tell people you're racist yeah and when it, when you're racist in canada you just don't share your beer with someone you yeah. know like you and you just keep it to yourself and, and then they invented it, facebook <laughs> it's just yes right yeah. and i know in the bigger cities it's a little bit different but in yeah. in in Saint marie um mm-hmm racism i don't know like there were there's tons of italians in sault ste marie right and mm-hmm. and and i remember people just blatantly again we can cuss right sure i already said I already nobody's said listening up. people are just talking <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> that's not true yeah fuck yeah uh people people just talk shit about italians all the time mm-hmm. in, in the sioux and i thought that was normal right and then i came to can i came down here or I can't remember where I was. I was somewhere outside of Sault Ste. Marie, and they were like, you can't talk like that about Italians. And I was like, oh, I don't really hate Italians. I just thought it was house in perhaps? I grew up, yeah, maybe, maybe get, get my back scrubbed. Um, I don't know. It's just different. When you're More here. Like slapped. My God. Okay, fine. In America, people just lay it out again. You know, they just like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like you because you're different. But in Canada, they just try to, everybody yeah. just keeps everything to themselves. Yeah, and it's weird, though, because. You know, even when I, when I lived in the South, it was like almost, you know, we were the most multicultural group, all the Canadians, you know, we were, and we all hung out together. And then I don't know if Fires remembers us at our university. And we all hated each other. Yeah. Well, secretly. <laughs> and nobody said. Fires and I were going to join the, uh, the African-American fraternity and we we're like, Hey, why can't we join? And, and then mm-hmm. like, 
you can't do that. We're like, why not? You're too Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have that street edge. Yeah. Yeah. So, I will say so, this. Like when I, because I grew up in Toronto, grew up in East York, and then we moved to Markham and around a, a very multi-culty crowd. And when I did go up to Barrie, I, I I definitely got that sense that, ooh, I, I feel like uh, people are looking at me like I'm different a little bit. That was mostly you know, because you didn't have pants on. Sense, That's why but, they were looking at you like you're different. An Indian company bought the steel plant in the Sioux, and then suddenly we had Indian families moving into Sault Ste. Marie. For the first time, right, and, and en masse, like, people reacted. And I, and I always felt when you saw Indian people at the bar or out at the restaurant, I knew everybody was looking at them. And, what, mm-hmm. and you know that. And it's and it's and not maliciously, I don't think, but almost like uh, it's an othering. And it's, yeah, like it's very homogenous up north. It's not, I don't know if it's xenophobic. I don't think it's a fear. I think it's just like, oh, you're different. You're noticeably mm-hmm. different. And, yeah. and, and in the north, it's very homogenous. Uh, and people, when you're different, it's like you're a nail that's sticking out and you should be hammered in. So everything's mm-hmm. uniform. And that's and so it's mm-hmm. tougher. It's tough in the north uh, for people Do who stick out. I don't think it is. As much, just because Better. there's just much more multicultural now. You just you can't stop that. the The property in the north is so cheap, so affordable to live up north versus in southern Ontario. Everybody's moving up north to get those, you know, hundred thousand dollar three story beautiful historic buildings. Thanks again for listening to the bonus episode of the Bag of Milk podcast. If you'd like to visit us at bagofmilkpodcast.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Bag of Milk Podcast, or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on either Anchor or Apple iTunes. And we'll see you next week. Thanks.